Keep that praise going for my God. Our Savior. Our Redeemer. My God. Thank you, church family. You can be seated. Before I get any further, I'm going to honor my my bishop today, um, even though he is not here. I am so glad that he said only two weeks ago that I would not get very many opportunities, and yet here I am, on pace for another 600 more messages this month. But it's all right. It's all right. God is good, church family. You can be seated. (laughs) Start this timer. Um, Last week, maybe last week, a week and a half ago, uh, we we, we went to Houston. You see, Pastor Medlin, we were a, a little tired, a little exhausted. And so we said, let's go to Houston for a little break, a little family time, vacation before the kids started coming up again. Because, you see, we deserved some downtime. We deserve a break. And so we went. And from... we. We were planning on watching our services online. Thank God for the live stream. And you know what? I think that would have been okay if we did that. Yeah. And so we got there Friday at midnight. And then Saturday morning, we had brunch with my parents. And they said, you know what? What, what, are, you gonna, what are you guys going to do this evening? And I knew what that meant. Right? And so after, after a second of thought, I said, well, we're going to go to church with you guys. And so we did. We went to church. I could have sat there and said, you know what? This is my break time. I deserve a break. I can watch the live stream later. But we went to church. So we were there all day because it's an Hispanic church. (laughs) All night because it's an Hispanic church. And somewhere around midnight when we were wrapping up for the night. My wife said, what are we going to do tomorrow morning? I said, we're going to go to church. And I could have watched and we could have sat there where we had, there was a, a radio, if you will. And we could have live streamed the, on, on the radio the service and that would have been fine. But no, we went to church. Even though we deserved a break. And so... We were there, and, and Wednesday, the, or sorry, the, the Sunday service ended, and the pastor came up, and he said, you know what, why don't you speak to us this Wednesday? And I, I knew what the answer would be almost right away, but I couldn't say yes, right, because I had asked my bishop, and I did. Bishop finally got back to me Monday night, and he said yes, and then I, I talked to the pastor, and I said, great, less than 48 hours for this message and it wasn't a 20-minute kind of thing. It was a little bit longer than that. Um, and I thought I deserved downtime. But what better time that I can use than in his house, with his people, in his presence, in his word. You see, church family, I don't deserve anything. 
I deserve less than that. And we'll talk about that today. What do I deserve? We'll get into that today. So we can put up Romans 5.12. Recently, I've been in this passage, and, and this was actually part of my message on Wednesday, and I, and I chopped it off because of time and because of that congregation. And then sure enough, a couple days later, Pastor Ruth comes up and says, hey, welcome back. <laughs> Sunday's your day. That's okay. This passage from Romans 5.12 to 5.21 is so good. There's, it's so rich in theology and parallel and narrative in salvation. It's so good, church family. So if, if you get a chance, uh, go back and, and read it. Um, we're only going to talk about a couple scriptures here, but, um, but go back and read it. It's so good. And so it starts off saying, therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and through death, through sin. And thus death spread to all men because all sinned. You see there's a long dash there. It's kind of a parenthesis. It kind of picks up back up in, in verse 18, but we won't go there yet. So here we go. Let's break this down a little bit. Just as through one man sin entered the world, that's Adam. Because of him, because of the fruit that he ate, Sin entered this world. Genesis 2.17 says, For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So he did that. And because he did that, it says death through sin. Here death is both spiritual and physical. Right? Because he didn't die instantly, suddenly he didn't drop dead. Right? But surely that started the aging process physically. It's not a big deal. But what mattered was the spiritual death that happened. And what mattered more than that is because of him, it spread to all men. All men. And I, I don't, I can't say and I can't sit there, sit here and say, well, I would have done different, right? Because I, I surely would have done it, especially if that fruit was a mango, you already know if, if Sister Salazar was my Eve, she would have gave me some tahini to put it on there, and it would have been gone just as fast as Adam and Eve ate it. So I can't play the what ifs and, hey, that wasn't me. That's not my fault. Uh, sin shouldn't have came into me because it's not my fault. Oh, well. Here we are. Sin spread to me because he sinned. I'm infected with it. Everyone is infected when they, when they die, when they are formed, they're born with that infectious sin. The original convict, 19, right? Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So here is a parallel that's put up here. Wages of sin is death. God, eternal life. Direct parallel, sin, death, God, eternal life. See, the, the quantifier at the, at the second part, eternal life, applies directly to the first one. So if it's sin, eternal death, right? So physical, spiritual, eternal death 
because of Adam. That's what I deserve, church family. That's what I deserve. Keep on going in that verse, back to Romans 5.12. It said, spread to all men because all sinned. Here, all means whole, each kind, every kind of each. And so you see, we cannot sense, be safe in the solace of this group think that we have today. And it says all, like, yeah, everybody's sure. No, this means me. This means you. This means you today. It's everyone. Each and every one of us today. That's what we deserve because of Adam. So the verse says, therefore, just as through one man, Adam, sin entered the world, and spiritual and physical and eternal death through sin, and the spiritual and physical and eternal death spread to me and to you and to you, because we all sin. That's what we deserve, church family. Let's talk a little bit more about what we deserve. In Matthew 26 and 39, Jesus is in the garden. And it says, oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. That's what you and I deserve. What's in that cup? Let's go to Psalm 75 and 8. A lot of verses, but it's only a couple. So. For the hand of the Lord, for in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red, it is fully mixed, and he pours it out. Surely its dregs shall all the wicked of the earth drain and drink down. It says, and the wine is red and fully mixed. You see in the Hebrew. It says, full of foaming wine mixed with spices. When I read this church family, it, it, it instantly reminded me of when I was a kid. We went to Canada, and we went to Niagara Falls. We were in that boat looking at it, and it was so beautiful seeing the falls. But all around us, there was this foam, this filth from the, the pressure and the force of that water coming down, dredging up the dirt, mixing it, combining it, and there's just ugly sight around. That's what it reminded me of. That foam is so agitated, that wrath of God, that's what I deserved. That's what I deserved, church family. But that verse in Matthew, going back to that, it says, rather he says, oh, Father, it is possible, let this cup pass from me. The second part says, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. You see, we were all supposed to be on that boat under those falls to receive that foam in the cup. But right before it got to us, it was cupped. And he drank from it on that day. That wrath was from me and for you, church family, each and every one because of Adam. That's what we deserve. 
You know, not everything that we say deserve is sinful. I deserve some downtime. That's fine. That's fine. But sometimes some of those aren't. And sometimes those things can get in the way of doing his will. It could be innocent. As a matter of fact, like, like Pastor Ruth said earlier today, it could be something that we think we're doing our father's business. I deserve this because of that. And maybe I'm in ministry, so I deserve a certain whatever it is. It doesn't matter, church family. It doesn't matter. We have to abide in him. Pastor Ruth said on, on, on Wednesday, being in God equals doing his will. Being in God equals doing his will. The only way out of it, oh, church family, is doing his will. Being in God, that's the only way out of it. Because you see, sometimes we need to be careful. Because if we find ourselves doing our will, we might not be doing his will. And whatever happens and resulting of that, we surely deserve that. Surely. Let's go back to Romans. Romans 5.18. So this is after the long parentheses. I think it's a little convoluted here, but it's all right. Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in the justification for life. One man, the very first one man's offense, that's Adam, right? And then it says another man, right? Even so through one man's righteous act, that's Jesus, the second Adam, the final Adam. That's for another Bible study. Righteous act here is acquittal, justification for you and for me. Emphasizing God's full payment for the debt that we incurred because of Adam, because of sin. That righteous act is what he did for us, church family. Because we deserved what I said before. For all. I said earlier, for you and me, and me. But if we put that direct definition on face value for here, that means that God died and everybody's good to go. No matter if you're here, no matter where you're at. So that's not what it means. See, so there's a qualifier right before that. It says, the free gift came to all men. Right? And so that is for you and for me, but we have to accept that free gift. We have to abide in him and keep that free gift, that justification that he has for us. Life, again, physical, spiritual, eternal. So it says, therefore, 
as through one's man's offense, judgment came to you, to me, resulting in condemnation, even so through, though, Christ's full payment for the debt of sin that we incur, resulting in the justification for spiritual, physical, eternal life for me and for you and for you. That's the only way, church family, that we won't get what we truly deserve. So if we abide in him, we do his will, that's the only way. Because if not, then we will surely get what we originally deserve.